0: Vox Pro, powered by TELUS International.
1: Customer experience is the new competitive battleground, and to compete at the highest level, you've got to have an edge. I'm Patrick Hawhey, presenter of the Vox Pro Studios podcast series. We're all about beautiful customer experience, and this podcast is all about giving you that edge. Welcome to Vox Pro Studios. Now, I'm guessing that many of you will use or will at least have heard of Headspace. That is, of course, that wonderful app that makes meditation easy by guiding users through the process in a simple, engaging, and accessible way. Now, I use it myself. So I'm opening up my app here. I'm looking at my Headspace app right now. And if I scroll down the page a little, it tells me how many other people in the world right now are using Headspace. And that number is 1 million three hundred and sixteen thousand seven hundred and sixteen people and uh, that i think you'll agree is quite a lot of customers so who is the person in charge of ensuring that all of these customers have the kind of experience that makes them come back that turns them into full-on subscribers and that keeps them loyal to headspace for as long as possible well that person is lupe gonzalez vice president of customer experience at headspace lupe welcome to vox studios
0: Hi, thank you. Glad to be here.
1: Delighted to have you. For those for those people who may not know so much about Headspace, would you like to just take a minute to describe it and what it is that you guys do?
0: Yeah, Headspace uh, is an app that guides you through learning the basics and hopefully um, helping you develop your meditation practice. Um, we offer quite a bit of content as you're, as you're aware around different life obstacles that you can hopefully um, not necessarily overcome, but learn how to manage and cope better um, through the content that we have available. We also have content to just help you in your everyday life, enhance your life in different ways, whether it's, um, you know, minor anxiety around a presentation like today um, or, you um, you know, uh, dealing with your kids when they're throwing (laughs) tantrums.
1: All of which I have great experience in. (laughs) Yeah,
0: so our our hope is to have content available for our members from the beginning of the day to the end of the day.
1: Like there's been such an explosion of interest in this area, hasn't there? Which I guess explains the almost 1.4 million people using the app just today alone.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's been absolutely incredible. I've been with the company for four years, but Headspace has been around since 2010. And it's just, word of mouth has just been amazing for us. It's it's something that I'm constantly surprised about when I'm out there on the street, if I'm getting into an Uber or if I'm at the coffee shop and people ask where I work or what's that sticker on your laptop, I say I work for Headspace most of the time, 90% of the time people know what Headspace is, Um, you know, taking care of the mind is something that people are really kind of keen on today, not necessarily just taking care of your body. So it's definitely something that people are paying more attention to and are more open minded about these
1: days. OK, well, look, let's get back to basics here. What's the sure. what's the customer journey? So uh, I guess it starts with somebody uh, becomes aware of Headspace and maybe downloads the app. OK, what's the, right. what's the journey from there?
0: So obviously you register and as soon as you're in there, we offer you some free content and we offer you some basic meditation sessions that you can listen to and always have access to. Um, the, the basic sessions that are provided there are for the purpose of introducing you into meditation. And Andy Pudicombe, our our co-founder and voice of Headspace, is is the uh, is the teacher that's guiding you through the process and guiding you through it. Um, once you're ready to move on to more advanced uh, meditation content, you then subscribe. Um, and then you unlock loads and loads of content and a library of just helpful meditation sessions that you can take advantage of. Where we come in, the customer experience team is when people need help getting started, or if they need some guidance along the way, or maybe they're having technical issues and they can't um, load the content that that they're hoping to listen to in that moment. So that's where we come in to support our members.
1: Okay, and this case, so do you. Do you offer support for those people who are at the trial stage, or is it when they become full subscribers to Headspace that that's when your services become available?
0: Uh, we we offer support to everyone. So for free users, we do offer meditation content that they can always listen to. They don't have to subscribe to list to listen to. Some content, obviously, to unlock all of our content library, you would have to subscribe. But as far as the customer support team, we support everyone—free users, paid users—and everyone is treated the same.
1: It's it's an interesting product because it's not like somebody is buying sort like you know a a fun product, or they're not buying a piece piece of software. (laughs) The, you know, right. that's going to make them more successful in their business, for example. You're essentially trying to get people to change their way of living, their way of everyday life. What kind of, that's, that's a whole different challenge um, in terms of customer experience than the sort of more common scenarios, isn't it?
0: Absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't say we're trying to get people to change their lives. Eventually, that might be the end goal for someone. I want this to be a life changing experience for me. But I think the goal is for us to help enhance someone's life. Um, if we can help them, you know, uh, be more aware of the moment of the present through the guided meditation that we offer, that, that is our goal. Um, we want to be able to help people throughout everyday life, through everyday obstacles, through big obstacles in their lives. Wh- whatever the size of the um, issue that they're dealing with or the reason why they feel that they need a reboot. In that moment, or 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 a breather, um, that that is our hope to help people through those challenges on a daily basis.
1: And from your perspective, as as VP of Customer Experience, does that mean that you have you're involved in all sorts of elements of the the the, the product or the or the service, from the content to the the way the app works to the user experience? Um, does it all sort of combine under your umbrella?
0: yeah it's a it's a great question it's a it's a big question and i'm not sure i can provide you with a simple answer but you know headspace's mission is to improve the he- the health and happiness of the world and, and that's a big one if you <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a, a very very strong and interesting mission
0: <laughs> absolutely so our, our members expect the best from us whether it's from our product or the customer experience itself um, if if the user experience um, is not user-friendly or um, if it lacks the thoughtfulness that they expect from the product, then it's almost ironic if, if we're not providing that, because that's what people absolutely expect from Headspace, because they might have heard from a friend how amazing the content was and how helpful it was for them, or they might have read, you know, an article about Headspace, or they might have come across it as they were, you know, um on social media or whatnot. So I think there are big expectations for us, which is fine. We're 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 ready for the challenge and we're confident in the product that we provide. But that does mean that the customer experience team, which is obviously my team, has to be top notch. We work very closely with our product team, our content team, which creates the content that's out there in in the Headspace app. We work closely even with the engineering team to make sure that everything is working and the performance is great. Um, We work with everyone at the team across the company to ensure that everything is working as it should, because we have that responsibility to our customers
1: the incredible thing about headspace is you're you're talking about all of the different teams and departments and the people so i'm guessing that there's a fairly sizable yeah. company behind this this app but the thing i love about headspace is that when you use it it feels like Andy is sitting in his sitting room and just sort of came up with a a small little app. He's designed it very simply and it's just him controlling it, which is exactly the kind of intimacy that you need with something like this. And and that's a very clever thing you've done to design it um, and design the user experience in that way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you're not far off the way that you're imagining it is almost exactly the way it is. Andy does work very closely with the folks at Headspace um, with the different uh, departments across the org to ensure that what he's recording and what he's uh, teaching is is top notch quality wise, not just from like a sound engineering sound engineering perspective, but also to ensure that um, the content and the techniques that he's teaching are consistent with everything across the the library that that we're sharing with our customers. So Andy does work really closely with our teams. He does have his studio where he records content um, and he's a busy guy, but he is um, in the office, um, in our meetings, ensuring that we're all in the loop about what's going on and what he's up to and what he's recording and what his, um, you know, goals are for the next few months and whatnot. So he's he's very closely tied in and very intimately involved with, um, with the company.
1: This is a, probably a question that you can't answer, but does Andy ever totally lose it in meetings and start throwing things around the room? <laughs>
0: No, it's no. And I, I honestly mean that. Um, Andy is one of the most calming presences, if not the most calming presence that I've ever encountered in my life. If I, if I, if I run into him in the kitchen on a Monday morning and I ask him how his weekend was, he sounds exactly the same way that he he sounds. (laughs) You're listening to him as he's explaining how he might've gone to the park with his son. So I think, um, that's just Andy. It's authentic. It's it's
1: genuine. Uh, uh, so speaking, we've, we're talking about Andy as 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 um as we we both kind of know him uh, t- t- as as you do. Obviously, C- t- can you share Andy's story? He's got a very interesting story that goes behind this this whole um experience. Can you share a little bit of it with us for our listeners?
0: Sure. Andy um is a is a former Buddhist monk, and he he trained for about ten years um, in. Buddhist centers across Asia and um, it was something that he sort he, he talks about it like it was something he just decided to do which is I'm sure I'm sure there was a little bit more thought into that but Andy experienced some 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 trauma in his life that kind of led him to a point where he kind of needed to rethink how he was going to move forward with his life in order to cope and um, it led him to to Asia and it led him to, Buddhist centers where he started training and um, he, he spent about 10 years there, like I said, and when he returned back to the UK, which is where he uh, is from, from uh, uh, f- from around London, um, he, he met our co-founder, Rich Pearson, um, who was also uh, in London. I, I believe he was working at the time in marketing and they got together, they met. Rich was someone who followed Andy in the sense that he was familiar with Andy. He was familiar with what Andy was teaching. Um, Andy at the time was doing some some live um, meditation um, courses uh, in London. And um, they got together for lunch at a sushi restaurant and started talking about The potential of getting more headspace out there and somewhere along the way they came up with the app Um, and a couple of years later they had the first version of the app and eventually came to Los Angeles from London probably a few months later up to a year after creating the app and and it's just been crazy from there crazy in a good way. Um, they've been they've been in Los Angeles in Santa Monica actually in Silicon Beach here. Um, they've been in Los Angeles for six seven years now, and it's just been absolutely the the craziest and most fun ride because it's just been uh, very very quickly uh, growing in a way that I think we didn't imagine. But it's also just has been such an exciting journey for everyone involved.
1: Yeah, and unlike some companies. Um, headspace is then a company with a real person with a real story and a real genuine mission. Uh, uh, You know, Mm -hmm. that person is, is driving it. From your perspective of trying to deliver a consistent and, and um, quality customer experience, how much of an advantage is that?
0: Well, it's, it's a huge advantage, but it's also, I think a disadvantage in the sense that, um, we have this one voice that everyone is, is kind of uh, dependent on and this one teacher. So, you know, it, it's something that we are fully aware of and it's something that we hope to evolve, you know, being able to offer other teachers, um, other voices that, that people can listen to. We do have some content currently um, for our sleep product where we have other voices. Um, and other accents, which we've been sort of testing out <laughs> because people, people really love Andy's British accent. Um, I think it's been a very soothing and calming um, voice for most people. So it might be jarring to listen to an American accent, but we've been trying um, different voices in our sleep product. But it's also been, it, it, it also has been, um, you know, what has gotten us to where we've gotten to, 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 to give the, the people the trust that is necessary in order to, to trust this product. Um, you know, Andy is not just a narrator. He's not just a voice. He's he, he, he knows what he's talking about. He's a genuine teacher. Um, he is a global leader in meditation and mindfulness. Um, so I think that that genuine expertise is what keeps people coming back to
1: headspace. It, you talk about the different accents there, and one of the big words at the moment and the big themes in customer experience, as you well know, is personalization. And Absolutely. So would that, would that, um, the, the sort of where you hope to get to having different voices, different accents, different types of teachers, does that tie into that whole space in terms of, you know, people, people wanting to maybe have a personalised experience that they may not want, they may not find Andy's voice as soothing as a female American voice or Australian voice and, and you know, giving that to people on a more personalised basis is, is where things are going.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. I think that's a great point. I think for whatever reason, you know, everyone has different reasons for wanting to listen to a certain type of voice when they're being taught or guided. So that's completely understandable. I think, you know, surprisingly enough, we haven't had too many people have issues with Andy's voice. Obviously
1: not. (laughs) 1.4 million people (laughs) seem to like it.
0: (laughs) Well, we we do have 42 million users across 190 countries. So I think that, that people obviously are keen on Andy's voice, but variety I think is important in order to continue building a a great practice for some folks. And so that's where we want to be able to provide that variety. As far as um, personalization and and customer experience, because Andy is the sole voice most of the time for people, um, we do feel a responsibility on the customer experience team to help humanize the experience a bit more. Um, if, if, if you are a Headspace user, you know that we have really great animations. Um, so yeah, so the animations are, are the only other sort of experience that you get outside of Andy's teachings. So it's important for us to, to humanize the customer experience interactions that we have with our users so that they understand that there are other people that are there at Headspace advocating for them, helping them along their journeys.
1: Okay. Three magic words. Alexa, open Headspace, OK? How transformative <laughs> has Voice Assist been in the Headspace product and and, and uh, experience?
0: Well, we're just venturing into it right now. Um, we launched Voice Skills on Alexa, on Amazon Alexa and Google Assistant in 2017. And it's something that we're constantly refining, but it's something that we're really excited about. Um, Headspace is offered most of the time for folks on their mobile device. Um, if, we're help, if we're trying to help people to kind of remove themselves from the moment or, or, or to be device-free, which most of the time, um, Is something that people have tried to practice to kind of reboot a bit, you know, get away from that phone because you're distracted with the phone. It might feel a little bit ironic to have to then grab your phone to listen to Headspace. Yeah. Um, so it's important for us to also be available on on these um, on 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 tools such as Alexa and Assistant, so that people can just request Headspace and not have to go to their mobile device. And it also allows people to to um, to listen to headspace with more than one person they can do it with their family they can do it with friends they can do it with coworkers. um so it it kind of helps build a more community type feel when you have tools like that available
1: and have you got the, the the data on how sort of popular this this way of enjoying headspace has been so far
0: we don't have. I, I don't have any um, like hard data right now on that in front of me, but I do know that it's something that um, a good portion of our users are using right now. Um, it's something again that we're that we're kind of venturing into and polishing up a bit more to ensure that um, it's working as it should. Um, but it's something that that we I'm 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 sure will be something that is is part of the everyday experience for users in a year or two.
1: The, the voice assist in general, beyond um, how Headspace uses it, um, how important do you think this voice assist is going to be? Um, how important a role is it going to play in 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 customer experience over the next number of years? Do you think?
0: Well, I think it'll definitely. Um it's it's definitely evolving i mean we we do have a lot of content around you know everyday um, chores that you do around the house or we do have content around helping your child wind down for the day Um, so uh, for the actual user experience i think that that will be really key as far as helping um, connect users to the customer experience folks at headspace if they need help through some of these smart assistants that's definitely something that i think is coming um, in the future, but um, yeah, it's an exciting space to to kind of venture into. Um, it, it it you know it, it's it's helping us uh, maximize accessibility for headspace for people.
1: Yeah. There's a, a lot of talk at the moment in terms of encouraging um, females into the um, into technology and into areas of science, right. etc. Is this an area? Is, this, is it something that also applies to um, the area of customer experience, which is a role that is becoming increasingly important and increasingly one right. that as it is at a sea level? Um, uh, and what are your thoughts on that?
0: Obviously, as a woman, I have very um, I have a lot of thoughts around it. But I think in the technology space, I think it's for a really long time it's been male dominated. and so it's it's really important to um, get more diversity um, in these uh, industries, especially in technology. I think when it comes to um, more female leadership, I think that's just a given. I think um, some of the some of the best leaders that I've had in my career, um, I've had both male and female leaders that were just amazing, but some of the, some of the best female leaders that I've had um, in the last 19 years or so that I've been doing customer experience. Um, so a trait that, that I really kind of always noticed in most of these female leaders was a, was an ability to be vulnerable and honest mm-hmm. in, in their leadership. So, you know, through mentoring, through coaching, through, through guidance there was always this this uh, ability to just be vulnerable and admit that hey maybe we don't really know exactly what we're going to end up doing to get to that place but let's work on that together or or vulnerability in a leader allows them to kind of roll up their sleeves to to learn what you do as a teammate or to get into the weeds to to get more familiarity or intimacy into a process so i think that that w- the the women that I've worked with and the female leaders that I've worked with in the past have most of the time had that trait that I think is really important, especially as we scale, especially with a product like Headspace, where obviously you know empathy and thoughtfulness and all of that is mm-hmm. as part of our is part of our content and part of our brand. And I just think that you know diversity in the workplace is just really important for employee morale and for success. It, it also helps provide insight into the needs and motivations of all of your customer base, rather than, than just a small part of it when you have diversity.
1: Yeah, that, that trait is a very interesting point, that trait of, of empathy and, and vulnerability. Is that yes. something that, that you have? Is it something that comes naturally to you or is it something that you've had to work on as a team leader?
0: It's definitely something that I think comes naturally to me, but it's also something that I hid for a really long time, I think. I think um, early on in my career, if if you expressed um, any sort of um, vulnerability, it might have appeared as weakness. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that I've just learned to embody in a very strong way. Vulnerability, I think... It, it's it's it has a negative connotation that is absolutely the opposite. I think being able to be that that self aware um, and that honest to express that I think is just just shows great resilience and strength. Um, and it's and I think it just goes to show that you are able to to be transformational and that you're able to evolve because you're so self aware of that. Um, so I, I personally think it's a strength. Um, it's something that I um, take pride in being honest and not necessarily sugarcoating and, and, and just being really transparent. And I think that that's something that probably some folks would say about me. Um, it's not always um, a positive for some folks. Not everybody is okay mm-hmm. with honesty, but I, I think it's really important um, in order to be respected as a leader.
1: Yeah, and do you also think that to to be able to be open about this quality, as you said, you are now, that you need a leader for like who respects that as well, like like Andy, for example. I'm I'm sure he he just sees it as this fantastic quality in you. But if if you if you had a um, a CEO or an MD who didn't respect it so much, would it be more difficult?
0: Absolutely, I think. I think that that is probably a given, right? You, you have to work at a company or um, you have to work somewhere where you feel like you are accepted and respected. And that's something that I have always felt at Headspace from day one. And again, I've been there for four years. It's been such a supportive environment. Um, we work really hard and we bust our butts and we really, really care about the product we ourselves are Headspace users. Um, so it's it's just been an amazing experience there. Knock on wood, I've never had that issue at Headspace where I didn't feel respected and supported, um, but it is a very honest environment where we have honest conversations. And I think that, that would ha- that's having those honest conversations is what has allowed us to be able to move forward as a leadership team and as a company.
1: And no doubt feeling valued and respected in your work helps you uh treat your customers with value and respect as well
0: absolutely I think especially in customer experience roles I think um, it, it requires a, a certain level of emotional intelligence um, and awareness um, and respect for people I think if if you're in customer experience and you treat it as a num if you treat people as a number or if you treat people as as um, as just another email or another phone call, then you're not going to be successful in that role. I think it's really important to treat every single person like they're the first person that you're talking to that day. Um, And it's always important to put yourself in their shoes. I think the uniqueness with Headspace is that we use Headspace. We are Headspace users, so we can definitely relate to our customers and be able to provide them with some some guidance and some support there because we have a full intimate understanding of the product.
1: Oh, that's a lovely message. Um, mm-hmm. as, as I ask all guests on Vox Pro Studios, can you name me a company who you believe is world-class in their delivery of customer experience?
0: Yeah, I think, um, I think from a, from a user experience perspective or around personalization, which we were talking about a few minutes ago, I think, I think Spotify has done a really great job at kind of getting to know their member base. I, I feel like it's kind of creepy in a way, <laughs> the way that they, the way that they perfectly recommend um, artists and, and music to me in a way that I've never experienced before with another music application. So I think as far as Spotify learning their member base, I think they've done just an amazing job. I listen to Spotify probably three, four times a day, whether it's, to listen to music that will help me kind of reboot my brain as I jump into doing some reporting, or if I'm listening to a podcast on my walk home, um, I think it's, it's been a really kind of um, uh, impressive experience to, to experience that as far as customer experience. Um, there is this U S based chain of grocery stores here. Um, and it, the company is called Trader Joe's and, and, mm. Walking into a Trader Joe's grocery store is is like walking into an experience in itself. Um, People greet you. Everyone's super friendly, super nice. There's different departments within the store. They have different samplings. They have different tastings. Their products are all branded with their name. Very simple, not flashy at all. Um, It seems like their focus is on creating an experience as soon as you walk into the store. Um, And it, it very much feels like they're there to help you um, as a customer, I think that it seems as though the company is really focused on retaining their customers versus driving more customers to the stores. So I, I think that in itself is is what customer experience is all about: being welcoming, being friendly, and making people feel as though, you know, you want them to come back, you want them to have a great experience, um, because that's not necessarily something that you experience at a lot of um, at a lot of brick and mortars or with a lot of companies.
1: Absolutely, and and actually, just to your your first point with user Spotify, Chad Super from Spotify mm-hmm. was one of the early early guests on on this very series, and it was right. it was fascinating to hear how they are so proactive. They're so proactive about their customer experience. They right. they proactively engage, and you know that you'll you'll receive tweets from them, you'll receive messages from them, and it's just a, it's, it's a really interesting way to go about it. Um, One of my final questions uh lupe as as someone who is uh, evidently so passionate about the area of customer experience and and your role how do you how do you go about developing and improving what you do um on a consistent basis
0: well i think that, that, that's a, that's a good question. I, I feel like I get that question a lot whenever I talk to another uh, professional in my industry, or if I you know meeting someone up meeting someone for coffee um, who just wants some advice on on something. And it's just it's not that simple if you just base it solely on the experience that you have working at other companies. Um, I think it's the experience that I've had from company to company to company working in, here in Silicon Beach in customer experience um, has differed from company to company. It's, you really have to learn your user. You can't ever expect to know your com- customers completely. Customers are, and your demographics and their needs and behaviors are constantly evolving. And that is always going to be true for customer experience as well. Customer experience, the way that, that you continue to grow and scale as a, as a team needs to also follow the the journey of the customers. Um, So whether it's um, learning how to better support them or learning how to incorporate AI into allowing them to self-serve, I think no matter what you're trying to do to scale your, your business unit, your customer experience business unit in a successful way, it requires you to actually know your customers and continue learning more and more about them. You can't ever claim to know your customer, you have to continue learning about them.
1: A fantastic example of a customer first mentality, Um, Lupe, it's fantastic to hear so so eloquently put. Um, Lupe, continued success in your role in in Headspace, it's a fascinating company and no doubt will continue to grow and grow and grow. Um, And thanks so much for joining us on Voxpro Studios today.
0: Thank you so much, I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks, that's Lupe Gonzalez, VP of Customer Experience at Headspace.
0: Vox Pro, powered by TELUS International.
1: And for more insights from the masters of customer experience, you can subscribe to the Vox Pro Studios podcast channel on iTunes or your favourite podcast app. And don't forget to check out voxprogroup.com for all of our latest articles, ebooks, and CX thought leadership. For now, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.
0: Vox Pro Studios, where insights
1: live.